0: Well, boys, what are you going to sing? The
1: squeezer without was not
0: any use, a lemon without any juice. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo-hoo, ooh, she couldn't say boo to a goose. Hey, Frank, bring up some of those things, will you? Yes, boy, I was singing them right now. Okay, everybody ready? Yes, sir! Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. And you're listening to Boo to a Goose, a podcast about idioms, expressions, and slang.
1: From across the pond.
0: What are we doing today?
1: Um, so today it's all swings and roundabouts. No
0: intro this time, it's just, we're into it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Swings and roundabouts. How are you guys? How, doing out there? Yeah, it's all swings and roundabouts, really. Intro or not, it's all swings and roundabouts.
0: Ah, nice. Yeah. Okay, that gives me a bit of a context. This is another one where I don't really know what it means. We're returning to old form.
1: Yeah, and it's quite, um, I like how it kind of naturally appeared to us when I used it. What, yeah. Yesterday or the day before, and you were like what are you talking about and then i answered you with a different british idiom and you were like
0: that what are help. you talking about <laughs> <laughs> like i had an idea from con- but then my my guess was completely wrong um and now i don't even remember swings swings and roundabouts it's like um uh, i compared it to the i don't know if this is an american expression but the expression of apples and oranges mm-hmm. as in comparing them there's they're too different to really be compared
1: no, it means pretty much the opposite. Okay. Yeah, it actually means... Um, well, it's to do with the similarity, not the difference. Sure. That's how it's the the opposite to what you're saying. But it's more than just a similarity. Um, the, it's not that those two items have similar characteristics per se. It's just that there's good... It's like saying there's good and bad. That's what it means. Okay,
0: well... Uh, it means there's
1: good and bad, and in the end, it doesn't really matter.
0: Can you... Use it in a sentence.
1: All right, okay. I thought about this because okay, I've always was a good good way to demonstrate what it means. I've also got some proper definitions in case mine wasn't clear enough. Okay, okay good. But I'll use it in a sentence for you. So, um, just because I, am love- picking kids for a team sport. Mm-hmm. You know, in England it would be football. In America, it could be football. To be fair, but <laughs> yeah. But <like laughs> the more aggressive type. Yeah, the different football. Um, although, do children play that? Okay, unfortunately, baseball. Yes.
0: Yeah. yeah, baseball. Sure, Great. kickball. I feel like when That's I was a kickball. kid, kickball. Kickball. You don't. You know what kickball is? Are you screwing with me? No. Oh my god! Really? Okay. Uh, is that when you
1: put the ball on the string and you kick it around a rope? Tetherball. Again. You don't
0: kick the ball in tetherball. You hit it with your hands like a volleyball.
1: Well, we don't. We don't have. I that. guess
0: it makes sense that you would know what kickball is because it's essentially the same yeah. rules as baseball, but instead of throwing a ball and hitting it with a bat, it's a big like a dodgeball, like a, a rubber round ball like the size of a bowling ball and you bowl it and then they have to kick it and then you know and then it works the same as baseball like you run around the bases and get tagged Oh,
1: i mean we have rounders and cricket
0: what's well, rounders
1: rounders is i think civil similar to what you might call softball uh, you do run around the pitch you have like
0: Sure. I mean, I know that that cricket is like its own insane, complicated... Yeah,
1: I'm not going to pretend to describe cricket to you.
0: Like, there's an episode of Explained on Netflix. Every episode of Boodoo and Goose is also an ad for Netflix. Uh, (laughs) um, Please
1: give Jacob a job there.
0: Yeah, (laughs) really. (laughs) That talks about the rules of cricket, and I remember thinking, like, this makes no sense. Whereas I've watched roughly 40 seconds of a rugby match, and I go, oh, I get it. I totally get how this works.
1: I think rugby is more complex than, like, football. Soccer.
0: Uh, yes it is. Uh, I'd agree with that. Um, but soccer it's just like a ball go there for good. It's good. It, it, you, you go there and then the twist is no hands. But like so- <laughs> soccer and I guess the,
1: the twist it's a twist no tw- hands. The twist is no hands. Okay, yeah. Right.
0: Soccer and to a, and What's hockey. What's the
1: twist in rugby? Could we go through all the sports and you can share what the twist is in each <laughs> and of them? Tw-
0: the twist is you can do whatever you want. <laughs> get the ball there. <laughs> you got to pull an ear off their head, you do oh. it. Get that ear off the head. Ew. Um Yeah. Uh, so, But like, you know, the sports like basketball, hockey, soccer are just like, get the thing from one end to the other. when mm. uh, the other team is trying to not make that happen. Whereas sports like, uh, and I guess football is kind of that, but there's all these other Mishigas and all this other nonsense. But baseball, like on paper, how do you explain baseball? It's like you hit the thing and then you move. But You've still you still got to get, get what, from
1: one place to another.
0: Yeah, but you're not getting... Before the
1: ball gets there. You're not
0: getting the object from one place to another. You're getting yourself from one place to another while sending the object. You don't want the object near you. Okay, sure. Anyway, um... In order to score points, at least. Anyway... I
1: was trying to describe... Picking teams. Right. Okay. Yeah. Imagine we're picking teams. Okay. I'm trying to use swings and roundabouts in a sentence for sure. you.
0: We're keeping it on the playground.
1: <laughs> we're keeping it in the playground. Yeah. Exactly. So you're, you're picking teams, and you're like, oh, look, there's Jimmy. He's a really fast runner, mm-hmm. but he just can't catch for... He just can't catch. Sure. Um, And then you've got Florence don't know what playground this is
0: and <laughs> an <laughs> intramural playground like they just get boys and girls playing together like this isn't a bizarre thing this is every sport i've ever played as a okay, child
1: i don't know why i picked the name florence yeah um oh sure <laughs> and she is it's the, it's the 50s um, trying to think of sports competencies she is good at dodging mm-hmm. but very slow at running and then you're like, okay, well, we're playing dodgeball. So Oh so now it's
0: dodgeball. Okay, sure.
1: Uh so it's swings and roundabouts whether you get Florence or Jimmy, really, because there's good and bad in both of them. There's positives and negatives, and in the end they win the same amount of games. It all shakes
0: out the same. Yeah. It all
1: shakes out the same. Yeah. So like, um so that's how like... I would I would define it. Like there's positives, negatives, there's good and bad and the outcomes around the same but if we look at like the collins dictionary their official definition of swings and roundabouts is there are as many gains as there are losses or equal advantages and disadvantages Mm -hmm. and then merriam-webster says it's british and informal um, and they say that it's used to say two choices or situations are basically the same because they have an equal number of advantages and disadvantages. So it's not to do with the characteristics of something that makes them similar, but just that, like, they have the same amount of advantages and disadvantages, and you're probably going to get a similar outcome,
0: whichever one you do. Sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense.
1: So it's not the same as your apples and oranges thing. It isn't. Yeah. Um,
0: Is that an expression you guys use, apples and oranges?
1: Not really. Do you guys have apples? (laughs) We have apples. Okay. We like to drink them in cider.
0: Oh, sure. Do you have oranges?
1: Yeah, we don't drink them. Oh, we do. It's juice. Oh my god.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, so, another example which might be clearer because I took it from the internet not from my own head is in order to save money, you might never buy a parking ticket, but you're also more likely to get fined. So, you know, it swings around about. Really. Right.
0: If you're willing to Okay, so like like a like a paying the meter yeah what we would do yeah yeah uh yeah okay so if you're willing to take the like there's there's a possible payoff but is it worth the risk
1: and it might be the same like if you never buy a parking ticket and you get away with it like nine times out of ten you know you might have saved a hundred quid not buying parking tickets to park or putting money in the meter as you say well like but when you get the fine it might be equivalent anyway
0: no, it, it would be much worse.
1: Well, in, for, for this example, it's equivalent to prove the use of the word. It swings and roundabouts. It doesn't matter which one you do, the outcome will be similar. That's what this saying is trying to say.
0: Okay, okay, sure. So if you... If you
1: <laughs> don't think like... <laughs> like don't you're think not like, it's 50 cent versus $1,000. It's, yeah. it's, it's meant to be similar in this sense.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. then there must be a better... Anyway... <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: I don't I should have remembered how I used it the other day, and then use that as It was a work thing. I think
0: it'd be a lot harder to explain, because that has to do with your your job, which we won't get into on here. But but. the
1: funny thing that I said um, was I I described something. I said, it's all swings and roundabouts. It's swings and roundabouts. And you said, well, what does that mean? And I said, well, it means it's much of a muchness. (laughs) (laughs) And then you went, again, (laughs) not helping. So I just want to bring that up as well, um, while we're talking about the definition behind swings and roundabouts. And it's not just me thinking that much of a muchness is a similar definition. When I um, was doing research for this, it actually came up in somebody's um, article that they were defining swings and roundabouts. And then they put, as in, it's much of a muchness, which I (laughs) thought was hilarious because they tried to explain it in a similar way to me. And any person who was watching it would be like, that helped. That doesn't help. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, um but much of a muchness, I didn't realize because I just kind of used them without thinking too much about their mm-hmm. specific definitions. Um, much of a muchness is got a broader definition. So something could be swings and roundabouts and much of a muchness, but much of a muchness is much broader. It mm-hmm. just literally means, according to the Collins Dictionary, um, very similar. So that okay. idea around similarity with the um, swings and roundabouts coming from an equal amount of advantages and disadvantages to have a sim- similar outcome possibly, mm-hmm. um, whereas much of a muchness just means more broadly very similar. Um, Merriam-Webster says, resembling another in every respect, no significant difference between two things. Um and this one didn't have as interesting an origin. It, it it seems to be pretty well agreed that it came from a play in 1728 um, called The Provoked Husband.
0: Ooh. Um,
1: yeah, and, and that the term muchness had been around for a bit longer, but I didn't delve into as much depth with this because I was concentrating on swings and roundabouts. Oh, specifically
0: the term muchness. Okay, much of sure. a muchness, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. But we'll get into the, the, the um, origin of swings and roundabouts.
0: Great, because it sounds fun.
1: Yeah, Yeah. it does sound fun. Yeah,
0: because a swing... Okay, so roundabouts... We talked about roundabouts briefly before. Um, What roundabouts are, because it's not the thing that your car goes on.
1: It can be. I mean, we call them roundabouts.
0: Yeah, Yeah. but but that that would be weird to compare it to a swing.
1: Right. So in England, we would use roundabout... uh, I would claim that we would use roundabout for two things. One, what an American would call a traffic circle. Sure. The thing that you drive around to create a better flow of traffic that is often missing in most American city planning. And I feel like America would be made better and just be a better society with more roundabouts. Yeah, there's so many. If you're listening, Biden... (laughs) Just, just install some.
0: There's, there's a particular intersection. So shortly after we moved to LA, we, I don't remember where we went, but on the way back, we drove through Beverly Hills.
1: Oh my God. There was like an eight way stop sign intersection that that was like no man's land, for about like a mile i don't know
0: it was i want to say about half a football field in size and i don't feel like i'm ridiculous
1: you you stood at your stop sign nobody knew who got there first nobody knew whose turn it was to go nobody knew what direction anyone was going in because if you flick your indicator left or right you have five options in each of those directions (laughs) it made no freaking sense and there were no traffic lights It was stop signs. So you're just meant to stop and then see who came first and go. Oh, it was crazy. Easily fixed and plenty of space for
0: Mm -hmm. a roundabout. They could totally just plug a roundabout in there. It would take a few days to put it together, let the cement dry, and then...
1: I'd even go around and just draw a circle for everybody. (laughs) I mean...
0: And then you just drive on the right side until you get to the street you want to get on, and then you make a right turn.
1: Well, yeah, you just always give way. I mean, I guess... You guys would give way to the opposite side. But yeah, you're always giving way to the traffic coming towards you. Right, yeah. Yeah, and that's it.
0: In, in, in that particular spot, which I wish we knew the name of the intersection, but it is in Beverly Hills and it is a, a cosmic nightmare. And um, it's, a, it's a huge city planning mistake. We have some um, traffic circles in Berkeley. But um, not really.
1: They're pathetic. They're tiny. They're
0: tiny, <laughs> tiny. yeah. They're, they're, I mean, that <laughs> you is You should like... see
1: some of the mega roundabouts we have in England. Do you remember that one roundabout we had to go round five times? Because if you weren't in the right lane, you just came off it. Now you yeah. to keep circling around and getting back on it. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes they're a bit much, I must admit. The but... way
0: the Simpsons made fun of roundabouts in the episode where they Old England is very funny. <laughs> they, they get stuck in one for hours. <laughs> no no, we're going to do a <laughs> roundabout. And they just keep going. And then it gets darker. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, and, and that, that is often how I feel uh, when I'm with you in England and we go into a roundabout, <laughs> but I mean, it's really not that hard because it's just lanes. It's He's, just, you know, yeah. get over. Yeah, and yeah, like, fine. it's even better because you can go around, I mean, I guess this is probably is a little bit frowned upon, but if you, if you're not sure, you could just keep going until you're sure.
1: Most of the time. It depends if you have like roundabouts with like exit lanes, but yeah. Yeah. Generally, yeah. You could go around again. I've done that before. I've go, oh, missed that exit. And then you just drive around again. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, which is probably what the Simpsons were doing. But that's exactly what they were doing, yeah. <laughs> so if we talk about the, oh yeah, so that's the first meaning of roundabout. Mm-hmm. The other thing we call a roundabout in the UK is the thing you get in a park, like a park. Yeah, like a like playground. A playground yeah. for kids. And um, they sit on it, they hold on, and you just spin them around in a circle. It's been, I,
0: think, I think that we, even though that's not real, we call them merry-go-rounds.
1: Okay, merry-go-round in England is like a carousel.
0: Yeah, we call that that with too the horses. with the horses and the up and down and the Yeah, and then I think carousel we specifically refer specifically refers to riding with horses, mm. but merry-go-round. I think you know I feel like we use the term merry-go-round for many. Like I I. Might be misremembering, but you know sometimes when you go to a Chinese restaurant, they have the spinning. Oh my god! That's man. called
1: a Lazy Susan.
0: That is called a Lazy Susan, but I've heard people call it a merry-go-round. Who is Susan? Who is
1: Susan, and why is she lazy? Yeah,
0: we got we got to do an episode. Also, Susan.
1: like it sucks to be that Susan that had that's like you are so lazy you won't even reach across the table. <laughs> lazy Susan. I love me
0: a lazy Susan.
1: I love me a lazy Susan too. It's just not a nice thing to imply about a person that yeah. they're so lazy they won't even reach across the table for for some sauce or, uh, or say, please, can you pass me the parsnips? Or I don't know, whatever you're eating at a China- Chinese restaurant. <laughs> oh, chow mein.
0: Think of you could have said literally any food. Like you
1: could put a lazy Susan on any table. You
0: could put, yeah, it's it's great for large parties. It's it should be standard in every pizza restaurant.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're clearly advertising it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so those are the things that come to mind when I think of Roundabout. Right. So uh, coming from that point, I'm going to tell you what I thought the origin was. And I'm going to tell you now, I, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, because I-, I based this on no facts or evidence, but just my own my own thoughts of where it could have come from. Sure. I thought it was referring to, like, playground swings. hmm You have the swings in the playground, you have the roundabout in the playground and whichever one you go on, you know, they both make you feel sick, but they're both fun. Yeah. So you have advantages and disadvantages, and you get the same outcome. Yeah,
0: you can either swing or you could spin. Yeah, it
1: swings and roundabouts. You,
0: it, it's playtime. It's, yeah. it's, it's adrenaline playtime, and whatever you get out of it, there's there's not really that much. You don't have to, like, there's no thinking involved. There's no rules. Exactly. It's just you I just
1: thought, you know, it doesn't matter on which device. one you get. It's the same.
0: They're both powered by you having to kick in some fashion. <laughs>
1: Possibly, the, yeah. The,
0: one of them, one of them is downy, One of them is roundy, roundy But other than that, it's <laughs> the, kind of the same idea. It's kind
1: of the same. So I, I thought that it actually it came from that. However,
0: That's, that I have without, found, you, without you doing this research, I would assume the same thing. I'll say that. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Um, but from my research, I have found um other things, and nobody, nobody's out there on any blog pushing my idea <laughs> until now yeah really um, we're the preeminent source <laughs> on
0: swings and roundabout yeah. theories.
1: Um but the other day you had a idea about the origin of it as well
0: please remind me because I've forgotten you said
1: something about fun fairs
0: <laughs> what
1: that you oh because you thought that um, roundabouts were like merry-go-rounds and that it was from fun fairs or something carnivals
0: well, I don't remember having this idea
1: oh okay. I mean
0: I'm I don't <laughs> I'm not saying you're you're lying. Uh, I just
1: my inceptioning you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I think that's what happened in that movie. Uh, <laughs> y- yeah, I'm like fun. F- oh, maybe like it costs the same. Yeah, like it's the same amount of tickets or whatever to go, what said, or to go on yeah, the swing. Okay, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. You said that swings around about the- four tickets each. Yeah, pick your take, pick your poison. Yeah, I mean if we're looking at the Santa Cruz Boardwalk, which we did visit, but nothing's uh, open because I don't know if you guys have heard, but everything's closed. Um, Why? <laughs> uh yeah um the the big swinging ride the swinging pirate ship costs four tickets and the carousel cost four tickets so swings are roundabouts okay Choose well, your poison.
1: i'm gonna tell you that you were closer which okay is why i bring it up oh hey
0: nice going me possibly
1: <laughs> um so i'll start with with i'll start with a theory that has later been br- disproved because that seems to be uh a narrative sure, on our show. Yeah. Um, okay, so originally it was widely believed to have its origins in a little known poem by an Irish writer called Patrick Reginald. Ren- I'm oh, sorry. Patrick Reginald. I don't know why I couldn't say that. Chalmers. Um, and this poem was first published in 1912. So it's not dating back that far, really, at this, you know, if we're looking at 1912. Right. Um. Pat- Patrick Reginald. Chalmers, um, was famous for writing biographies. He wrote a biography about the author of Peter Pan, J.M. Barry, oh. and he wrote a biography um, about the author of Wind in the Willows, Kenneth Graham. Oh,
0: okay. So he writes he writes about writers.
1: <laughs> he writes about writers. Children's writers. And in his spare time, he also writes poems. Okay. Um, so this poem was entitled Roundabouts and Swings. So you see that? Oh. You see the way it flip that the other way around? Oh. Um. And the poem basically, you you could look it up if you want. It it describes, I'm not going to read it all to you, but it describes the pattern of financial profit and loss experienced by the traveling man. He goes through life and he gains and he loses. It swings Mm. and it's roundabouts.
0: Mm. So
1: a lot of people...
0: Which one's the gain? Which one's the loss?
1: Like financial gains and losses.
0: Right, but which is good and which is bad? Swings, Swings good and roundabouts bad?
1: Well, it, it it turns out the same in the end.
0: Oh, and that's what the term means. Okay, that's yeah, that's what the term means. I was I was paying attention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we definitely lost Jacob for a second. There. <laughs> like this is the one time in our marriage you really need to pay attention. To.
0: <laughs> like, this is this is it. So the rest of the time I'm off the hook?
1: No, I just it's. I feel like it's more important when we have an audience.
0: Gotcha. Uh, right.
1: <laughs> so,
0: um, okay. So it's not. Okay, so that means that this isn't the origin of the term of us, This is utilizing the term.
1: Correct. So okay. people thought this was the origin um, because it wasn't very popular in print before this time. Sure. So, and then people saw this poem. The title is the phrase, and they thought that he made it up. Um,
0: a logical assumption, but yeah. a cursory glance at this would make it, would I think, would make it very clear that this is not someone who's inventing the term. This is someone who's using the term as it now means.
1: A little hard to say because he does use it he uses it how, it how it now means, but um, he's the one building the metaphor within the poem. So uh, that's why people thought that he invented it because the, the poem is all about describing um, the profit and loss, the gains and loss experienced mm-hmm. by this man. And he uses the metaphor of swings and roundabouts within the poem. So people thought that he'd created the meaning of the phrase through implementing that metaf- metaphor. It, it isn't obvious. It's not used like colloquially like common like slang or language sure. within the poem. It's, it's used as a representation and therefore people thought that he invented it. Okay. Um, so it has now come to light that he may have popularized the term, mm-hmm. but he didn't invent it because it has been found in press prior to this poem. Okay. So prior to 1912 when the poem happened... Um, when the poem happened, <laughs> well, was published is the better term, but, you know, it just happened.
0: There's all these poems <laughs> happening in this month's Reader's Digest. They're really just happening off the page.
1: They're happening.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so the phrase was used six years prior. <laughs> Unless,
0: is that like a beatnik speak? <laughs> these poems are happening, man.
1: ba 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 well, this is going to be a shout out to Phil Rubin, your dad. Oh, because um, this might be of interest to him, because the phrase was used six years prior in 1906 by who was one of your dad's favorite authors.
0: Uh, I don't know Irving Berlin. PG. PG Woodhouse. Okay. PG Woodhouse. <laughs> Ir- a book, Irving, Irving Berlin, <laughs> a composer. I don't know. I was like, like my mind is all like his. T- I don't know, is this supposed to be—is this a Tin Pan Alley thing? Okay, Woodhouse. Because your dad Brit- has
1: a lot of interest. Because it's still you British. You could have said so, Cleopatra course. for his interest in That's Egypt. Far too late, period. That's far too
0: late period for my dad. I, I would. It would have been Imhotep. <laughs> oh, sorry, of <laughs> yeah. course.
1: That's his nickname when we play online games. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: um, okay, so the book was called Love Among the Chickens, which.
0: Probably in his collection.
1: I very much wonder what the storyline's about, Love Among the Chickens. I imagine it's two people making love on a farm.
0: Yeah, two people falling in love on a poultry ranch. Beautiful. Yeah.
1: Um, but anyway, he used the phrase, um, and it was when some uh, the main character had lost their love and were going back to work or something like that, Um and the, the quote is, you know, he has like this long speech, but leading up to the quote, he says, we learn in suffering what we teach in song, what we lose on the swings, we make up on the roundabouts. So the context in which he says it um, has been said to show that he is already familiar with the term. So it's not implied anywhere that P.G. Woodhouse actually... Um, Invented the coin the term,
0: but this publication proves that it predates the, the poem. publication
1: proves that it predates the poem and yeah. proves that Chalmers didn't invent it. It
0: happened before.
1: It happened before <laughs> <laughs> the happening of the book
0: <laughs> 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 occurred
1: I, before the happening of the poem. I
0: work. I work at a book happening station. <laughs> we make books happen.
1: <laughs> Making books happen—that's a great little tag. Making yeah. books happen—that should be a publisher's tag. Yeah. Um. Okay. So what- I think the term
0: publisher is dead now. It's just book happeners.
1: <laughs> I'll tell my friend she's a book happener. Oh, great. Um. So, um. This is interesting because... um,
0: So, even though it predates the poem, which people thought was the origin of the term... Yes. But, clearly, it doesn't invent the term.
1: It doesn't invent the term. Okay. Nobody's suggesting that um, because of the context in how it's used. But, interestingly, he says, what we lose on the swings, we make up on the roundabouts, which is technically the whole saying, if you take this back. The saying isn't swings and roundabouts. The saying is, what you lose on the swings, you gain on the roundabouts. okay. And so, that is said to have come from two places. Um, one, I couldn't find like, a huge amount of evidence, apart from just that loads of people just agreed on this, linking to what you were saying, that they believed that the saying is from, I like this, fairground folk. I've never heard that okay, term. Okay, well, like
0: carnies. Carnies. Yeah.
1: Um, and it just means... That,
0: you know, I feel like that term might be offensive now.
1: Oh, maybe we shouldn't say it?
0: No, I can't imagine who it would be offending. So, I think we're good.
1: Well, I think that the term fairground folk is much nicer.
0: Sure, yeah. I like
1: it. They sound like a jolly bunch. <laughs>
0: they, sound, they sound like almost an elven race. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone fair,
1: you'd play in Dungeons fair, and Dragons. Yeah,
0: the fairground folk. They're like, they're, <laughs> don't walk in one of their circles. They'll take you and control you. <laughs> they have spells and magic, the fairground folk. Don't okay, touch great. the maypole.
1: Oh, I know what you're going to be doing this weekend, inventing a new character. Yep. Um. So. <laughs> The is meant to have originated from this species of fairground folk, um, and it just means, in this sense, loss in one area, as in people not buying tickets for the swings, yeah. is um made up by a profit in another area, as in people buying tickets for the roundabout. So, in this context, with it relating to a carnival or a fun fair. I guess roundabout does mean carousel or merry-go-round. I never called the carousel or merry-go-round a roundabout, but maybe at one point or another it was used to refer to that. Hmm. I just wasn't aware. So, yeah. So that's one idea of where it comes from. The the idea that, again, you know, you're making a loss in in swings, but the roundabout will make up for it because you've got better ticket sales over there. Like, you know, during the pandemic, if you were selling like... If you owned a nightclub, but you also had a business in hand sanitizer, it would probably be swings and roundabouts.
0: Wow. That's really... So it really does come from like circus ticket sales?
1: It could be, yeah. That's
0: amazing. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that's so cool. That like this term from... That's that's just like, uh, you'll lose... Like, wow. That's incredible.
1: Well... There's an argument that it comes from somewhere else as well. And oh. this is the... Well, this is the last idea. Okay. It definitely comes from either fairground folk or from coaster mongers. Do you know what a coaster monger is?
0: Coaster monger? Yeah. Like a fishmonger?
1: Well, yeah. Monger means tradesperson. Okay. And coaster monger specifically means somebody selling goods, f- mostly fruit and vegetable, from a handcart in the street. Okay. So just a market seller who sure. sells, like, fruit and vegetables. He's a coaster monger. Um... And we can actually see it documented in a parliamentary debate in 1895. And the quote is, as the coaster said, what we gain on the swings, we lose on the roundabouts.
0: Oh, so the inverse of the other version.
1: Well, uh...
0: Because you know, in the previous one, for the circus one, the fairground folk I said... I think
1: I... No, the fair, uh, there wasn't a quote for the fairground folk. It's just oh, what's sure. commonly believed. Okay, sure. What you lose on the swings, you gain on the roundabouts. Yeah, and oh, this one is inverse. yeah. But yeah. I mean, it means the same thing. It means the, it same, means the thing. same
0: thing, yeah. yeah. no,
1: yeah. Yeah. Because so, they're
0: both metaphorical at this point.
1: But I mean, this really doesn't prove which one it comes from. It, it just shows that fruit sellers at one point in time in 1895 commonly used this saying. It doesn't prove that it didn't come from fairground folk. No, well,
0: but there's no reason why a, a fruit salesman would, say, would use swings and roundabouts. That doesn't make any sense. Because what do they have to do with things around They're selling apples and oranges. So. <laughs> 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 and
1: that brings us back to the apples and oranges. Phase. I mean,
0: like for all we know. Yeah, that's... I
1: mean, it, I don't know. Maybe it's just it's just you know a metaphor for you know uh, gherkins and carrots. You know what you gain on the gherkins, you lose on the carrots. No, what you lose on the carrots, you gain on the gherkins. Well,
0: it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't
1: it? Doesn't sound as fun as. You know, swings around. I don't know. And
0: I think th- it sounds pretty clear that the the fruit seller, the the coaster monger, coaster monger. Yeah. What what a, like well, a roller coaster is another ride. So now I'm confused. <laughs> again.
1: Yeah, I I did Google it because I was like coaster. They're either called coaster or coaster monger. Um, and yeah, it just means selling goods from a market store, like fruit and vegetables.
0: Hmm. All yeah. right. Oh, C O S T E R, no yeah. A. Oh, Costermonger. Yeah. So, like things that, that have a cost.
1: Maybe I don't know where it comes. You're gonna have to. I don't. I didn't look up the origin of this term. Okay, sure, that's fine.
0: <laughs> that, that's that's still very interesting. No, I think it's definitely because they're using it metaphorically, but a metaphor should come from a literal place. And the the Fairground Folk, which is the new name of a band I'm starting.
1: Well. <laughs> well i think you are very married to the idea of it coming from the fairground because
0: it's fun but
1: i want to put forward one more argument um that i have just thought of about how it could have come from fruit and veg sellers okay so um fruit and veg sellers particularly in london um are very inventive with their cries and the way that they you know um fruit and veg sellers in markets in london do not stand behind their stool and not say anything. They, like, shout things out to sure, the crowd. Yeah. They're like, They're get the your bananas, yeah. get you you know. And Like so- the
0: beginning of Beauty and the Beast. Sure. When all the people are popping out of their stands being like, bye-bye bread.
1: Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. But, um, <laughs> I, I I mean, I wish I'd Googled this before the podcast, but I feel like they have a tradition of um, selling... Through vocalizations and like basically shouting, but like, and often they're saying creative things. Mm -hmm. So that would be my argument to put forward that it could have come from them because they might have been using uh, metaphors a lot in their speech because they're used to performing. Okay. Yeah. But it does make a lot more sense if it was just some fairground folk being like, Well, you lose on the swings. Someone being like, Didn't make any money on the swings tonight. But the roundabout's been doing pretty well.
0: Yeah. I think that's that's probably what it is. Yeah. yeah. But
1: you guys can decide.
0: Yeah. Choose for yourself. That's the great thing about this podcast. It's, it's very open-ended. It's much of a kind of
1: muchness, listening. whether you know or not.
0: And, you know, at the end of the day, it's <laughs> apples and oranges. <laughs>
1: Wait, no, that didn't make sense.
0: Sure, yeah, I'll, I believe that. Uh, <laughs> so, if you enjoyed this episode of this show and you'd like to hear more, you can check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. So, whatever device you're using to listen to podcasts, uh, this is the 33rd episode, and Ooh. there's 32 more that you haven't heard, or maybe you have heard them, and if there's any that you missed, you can go back and listen to them.
1: And we going to make 32 more? Is that what you're saying?
0: No, no, there's already 32 that exist.
1: Oh, because 33 minus one. Yep, got that. Yeah. Yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yikes, babe. Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, and uh, while you're listening to these podcasts on whatever client where you listen to them, uh, if you could leave a rating or a review, we greatly appreciate it. Uh, we got a few more coming in. Um, and, uh, yeah, it really helps us get new listeners and gets more ears on the product. Also, we have a Facebook page, facebook.com slash... Facebook. Facebook.
1: Facebook?
0: Yeah. Facebook.
1: <laughs> Facebook. Facebook. Facebook.com.
0: look at my face on the Facebook.
1: Yeah, Jacob just got new braces.
0: Yeah. it's really hard to speak but I keep doing it I want the podcast to be so (laughs) successful
1: oh no sorry
0: everybody uh yeah, and uh, tell your friends, I guess.
1: Yeah, tell your friends. You know, um, you know, call them on on a telephone.
0: Yeah, and it'll be a very similar experience to listen to a podcast, except they can't respond. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast is basically just a phone call, but your microphone's broken.
1: Yeah, when I listen to podcasts, I genuinely feel like I'm interacting with the person, and we're better friends than we are. Right. So, to everyone out there,
0: <laughs> that's real. <laughs> that's real. I, uh, it, it can be really bad when you listen to a podcast that your friends do. And I'm sure that a lot of people who listen to the show know us like in real life. And when, and then when you contact them in real life, contact them outside of the podcast, you, to you, you're having a conversation, you're being friends, but to, to them, it's not, it's not the same. Well,
1: to be, to be honest, the most common thing that happens to me is people text me and they go, ha ha, this thing in the episode, or I think this about this. And I'm like, oh, okay. This was one conversation I had one time with my husband and happened to be recording. Right. I'm not going to remember it. And it was
0: so long ago. <laughs> Especially if people are, like, catching up on the episodes. Yeah,
1: yeah, I need to, like, listen and try and remember some of the content.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm Jacob.
1: And I'm Annie. This has
0: been another episode of Boo to a Goose. Thank you for listening. And remember...
1: Nobody says potato.
0: Boo to a Goose is produced by Will Scoville as a part of the Comedio Network. Thanks to Hannah Wardle for the art and Max Abrams for the theme song, She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose. Send any questions or comments to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> I would rather have a day job than be a Pokemon there. Han Solo is clearly more attractive than Indiana Jones.
1: I would take the Star Wars trilogy over the Matrix trilogy any time.
0: The Legend of Zelda versus Super Mario. Who's better in bed, Jafar or Gaston? And would Thanos masturbate with the Infinity Gauntlet or not? Every week, Nerd Rage The Great Debates brings you the funniest comics, writers, and podcasters to settle some of Geekdom's most divisive topics. Find us on Spotify or wherever you find podcasts.